Welcome to Impact the World, a podcast from West Park Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is where we discuss topics related to how we can all love God, love people, and impact the world. Here's your host, Tara Hayes. Okay, welcome back to Impact the World. I'm your host, Tara Hayes. We are going to do a bonus episode, and I have Jake Bishop back with me. This is just going to be a short little, here is some information to make your life better. Good. Great. And you're the person to give it to us. The topic today is books. Books, which is my favorite question. (laughs) You want to like, my favorite question is someone say, hey, what should I read? That is, that is my favorite. Like, I love it. Um, Love books. Love being around books, love talking about books. So That's exactly thank you for letting me nerd out and, here. <laughs> and talk about books. So I'm excited. I think this will be uh, something that we have a bonus episode on often because there's always lots of always. great books coming out. Yes. Great resources that mm-hmm. we um, as a church body and a believer need to know mm-hmm. about. Yep. So Agreed. lay it on us, Jake Okay. Bishop. Well, here, I'm going to turn it on you really quick because Uh-oh. I'm, so I'm going to give my five. So this would be like my five books right now that right I think now? everyone should read. Okay. And I, again, I had, I think I started with probably a list of like 120, but I narrowed oh, it down mercy. to five of like, <laughs> these would be five if you said, hey, I'm looking to, you know, I think by the time this comes out, it's going to be fall, but I'm looking for some fall reading. <gasps> Where should I start? Yes. These would be the five, this is, these are five things that I would encourage you, but I'm going to make you choose one. You're turning on me. So what's the one? You're you're on an island and you have one book right now. (laughs) The Bible. Sorry, (laughs) let let me also, because someone's going to be sitting here saying, you never mentioned the Bible. The Bible, Bible. that's, we're we're saying that that's, that (laughs) goes without saying. That's a given. That's a given. Okay, we we love God's word and believe that we should read it every single day. That's right. Uh, Everything. And I will say, when we talk about books, if you need to choose between one of these books and reading your Bible, read your please, Bible. Please read, please your, read Bible. your Bible. Please. please read your Bible. Even Don't. if it's just a short path, please read your Bible. But if you are reading your Bible and you're looking for other books, here's some suggestions. What's your one? Oh, see. Or it's two like, or three or okay. whatever. Just I'm just going to go one. Okay. And it, um, it's a book you've already mentioned on a previous episode. Okay. But it is a fantastic book, When People Are Big and oh, God yeah. is Small by Welch. It is very transformational. If mm. you think that you don't fall into the peer pressure or fear of man mm-hmm. aspect of things, you should read that book because you it's surprising. You realize, <laughs> yeah. oh. But I think we don't realize how much of our life is um, directed by what other people think of us, mm-hmm. um, what I have to do, you know, for other people. Anyway, it's a great book. It, when I read it for the biblical counseling courses, I thought this is a book that I would say every believer should read. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's a it's fantastic so book. Yep. That's good. So when people are big and God is small by Ed Welch. Yes. And, and we'll put these in the show notes. Yes. Is that correct? I'm going to, there will be resources in the show notes. Perfect. So you don't have to take yeah. notes as you're driving. As yeah. you're driving and <laughs> drinking your coffee. There you go. Drinking your coffee is important. Um, but don't, yeah, don't have to worry about writing it down because we're going to, we're going to, we will link to all of it on Amazon for you. Good. Perfect. So that's yours. Like, I think that's good. That's yeah. a good one. That's probably, it's, it's real hard because, you know, I've, 
I've I've read a lot of books, but that's probably the most recent. That's the most recent one that comes to mind. Yep, yep. I agree. I'll back that one up. And then I'll, here, I'll give you five. Well, I'm kind of going to cheat, but five-ish more. Uh, number one, Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. Have you read that one? I have not, but I've been, it's on my list. We need to get list. off here and you need to read it like right now. <laughs> Stop talking and read. <laughs> so it is, so it came out, and again, there's, you know, there's a thing with books also, I think, um, it matters when you read them, right? Like, yes, I don't know if you've ever done does. that. You read uh, a book and you're like, oh, that's fine. That's okay. And then you read it later and you're like, oh, wow. Like that just. Like it dropped from heaven it at dropped, that moment exactly. for you. And this came out, and I, but which I will say, it has amazing reviews, and other people seem to say it's awesome too. So it's not just me, but for me, it came out. This came out like peak COVID quarantine, mm. and I remember just it was a rough time, and I was struggling with anxiety and just really like just a tough season, yeah. not knowing you know like all of a sudden I'm supposed to be like ministering to people and can't be with people right. like those kind of things, and this book was just a godsend like oh, what i, I need it's it so good and it's just basically you know his whole point is you know we know what christ has done but do you know who jesus is and so mm. the name is gentle and lowly that's how jesus describes himself yeah. i'm gentle and lowly of heart and so it is just a i don't know it's one of those things that just like fills your soul up mm. right like okay, it's I'm just, gonna order it today you should and the cover's <laughs> amazing because that matters by the way like well, if like as a graphic I, designer yes yes I, would say it I, <laughs> I judge every book by its cover and this yeah the it's cover the cover even is relaxing it's got like mm. sheep in a meadow oh. like in the in the green grass Psalm yeah. 23 oh so good so drop everything you're doing buy that book read okay. it and then tell me what you think because okay. I love like I'm I love it. it so it's much my assignment um so gentle and lowly Number two, I would say Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. So convicting, convicting, yeah. And if you, it is. Uh, I love going through this with people. Me and uh, a couple college guys, Noah Cobble, Brendan Shootman, went through this recently, and uh, it is. It's first of all, it's so weird mm-hmm. because you have to think the whole time. So the the whole premise, if you don't know, it's a, it's a classic. But the premise is that a senior demon is writing to a junior demon, <sighs> and he is chills. basically giving the junior demon tips on how to mess with people and draw them away from the quote-unquote enemy which is god right. and um so it's just it's just crazy enough that it keeps your attention mm. and see it lewis is just a genius and he you know, read read anything He's one of my favorites. yeah me too read read anything i see it's lewis yes, screw tape please. letters mere christianity go you know even the 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 crazy stuff his reflections on psalms is good like his i haven't i think all i haven't read is his space trilogy because i don't know oh, I, I just ha- haven't yeah, I've, haven't, I've, I've haven't got there that. yet but. have you this is totally random he wrote a they wrote they compiled a book of all the letters that he wrote to children yeah it's, <laughs> it's crazy yeah it's yeah. it's and he, even that's interesting and it's beautiful because he like talks to them like they're human beings yes. like it's just even that like yeah. he's talking to someone yeah which actually i'll talk about in a little bit about tim keller his mm. wife kathy is in that book she wrote him a letter and he really? wrote her back so there's actually yeah there's there's letters to kathy and that's kathy keller so tim that keller's life so, interesting. so uh yeah so anything by c.s Full lewis circle. but yeah i would start with if you if you just getting started on c.s lewis screw tape letters it's it's pretty easy to follow it's engaging mm. um there's an audio book Allie, my wife, always talks about her dad used to listen to that growing up, and so it that was what they listened to in the car as kids. <laughs> she said, my dear Wormwood. <laughs> so um, you well, could do that. childhood memory, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, but that or Mere Christianity. I was going to say Mere Christianity. Very good. Yeah. So C.S. Lewis, Screw Tape Letters, or anything else by him. Nice. Number three, uh, another newer one, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Colmer. 
so John Mark is act like I know John Mark. Uh, John Mark. John Mark. John Mark. John, if you John Mark, if you hear this, give me a like. I'd love to grab coffee, man. You're awesome. Uh, but he uh, is a pastor in Portland, Oregon. Okay. At a church out there. Actually, I think he just moved on to start his own ministry, but still an elder at the church, I believe. And he is writing this book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And so um, it's the, it's, it, I'll just talk about the, the title, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. So that actually comes from one of my other uh, heroes, one of my other man crushes, Dallas Willard. Um, <laughs> Willard, I would just say, is really hard to read. And he's really hard to listen to. You can he he died in 2013, but you can listen to his podcast. You can listen like some podcast talks he gave and things like that. He's hard to read, but he's a genius. Mm. And what John Mark does here in this book is he really takes a lot of Willard's ideas and puts them down into a, like a way that like really is engaging. People normal language. people, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dallas for dummies, kind of you could say. <laughs> and it's great. So um, the 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 title, the ruthless elimination of hurry, comes from a story of. John Mark Comer's mentor uh, was sitting down with Dallas Willard, and he asked Dallas Willard, he's like, hey, you know, this is like probably the, the 90s. He said, hey, it's just really hard to follow Jesus. Like, I'm a pastor. I just, there's a lot going on. Just this world is constantly just trying to conform me to its image. What do I do? What's your big, t-? you know, like Willard's like this spiritual guru, right. Christian spiritual guru. And he said that, you know, he asked him this question, and there's this long pause to the point where it gets awkward. <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, what's going on? He's and he like, said, does he not know how to answer me? And he says, Willard says, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. If you want to follow Jesus in our age, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Wow. And the guy said he like wrote it down. You know, I don't think Twitter, Twitter obviously wasn't around. But I was like, hey, great. I want to tweet that. He goes, what else? Long pause. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. That's it. Wow. And so, it, so John Mark takes this and just talks, like, really applies it to our day and age, right? With, with iPhones and Instagram and, you know, just... The, the cars that, you know, cars Everything. that we're trying to get everywhere fast and things like how do we slow down? Because basically, if we don't ruthlessly eliminate hurry from our lives, we'll never slow down enough to even spend time with right. God, right? Much less actually look like him, you know, and, and this is, this is biblical. Um, there's actually another book I haven't read, but I love the title called Three Mile Per Hour God. Oh. And his point is, our God is a three mile per hour God. That's how fast it is when you walk. Now, Three miles per hour is walking with intention, right? Yes. But Jesus walked everywhere he went, and he was never in a hurry. He was intentional. He worked hard. He knew what he was doing, but he, what he didn't. He never ran, right? right? He was never in a right. hurry. He knew what he was about. He knew what he was doing, and he and and he set aside time to be with his father, mm-hmm. to commune with his father. He had the humility to rest. A lot of us. Even though Jesus is God, we're not. We don't have the humility even to rest because we think the world is going to fall apart right. if we do. If I don't do this. If I don't hurry. If I don't get all this done. If I don't get to work on time and early. like if I, right. like, And so we're just constantly go, 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 go. Yeah. And that's that just. It's like a great book too. It's, kill, it's killing us. And so, yeah, yeah, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. The um the audio book's good. John Mark Colmer does the, the audio uh, 
the narration, which makes okay. it better when the when the author yeah, does it. I agree. It's great, and then it's like also the branding on the book is so good. So it's like it's this. <laughs> You're it's speaking just, my language. It's amazing. Jake this, knows I'm about the yeah, graphics. It's so good. So it. just get it for the get it for the branding. So ruthless elimination of hurry. Now the last two I'm going to kind of cheat here. So number four, <laughs> anything by Tim Keller. Um, if That's you've an heard extensive list, if you've heard me <laughs> preach, you know, like Timmy Timmy K is my boy. And so he, I mean, he's affected my thinking more than anyone else, right? Like, it's just, he just was the right voice for the right time. If you don't know him, he's a, he was a pastor in uh, uh, Manhattan. So mm-hmm. started Redeemer Presbyterian Church in the right. 80s. Um, I, I found, heard this the other day. It's fascinating. And, I, and obviously this is an all him, and it is ultimately God. But I think it has a lot to do with his ministry. Um, when he moved to Manhattan, it was 1% Christian. Wow. Now it's 5 which, wow. if you think about it, that's a lot that of people. Is, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is a, a big number of people, actually. Yeah. And so he just is an amazing preacher. Um, his podcast is Gospel in Life. Gospel in Life is what's called. Get all his sermons. Um, you'll probably be able to immediately tell, like, oh yeah, Jake. <laughs> Jake oh, is yes. influenced by this guy. And uh, Spurgeon. And Spurgeon. And Spurgeon. <laughs> yep. Um, and so, yeah, Keller is just the man. So, uh, books to start with. One of the ones that's had a huge effect on me is called The Prodigal God. Mm. And so, it's his, uh, basically, book on the story of the prodigal son. Right. Um, you can also just go listen to my sermon I on was that. Say, from <laughs> wait a minute. Yes. That I mean that sermon on the prodigal son was different from anything I had heard. And, yeah, I would say please listen to that message. Thank you. And then you're going to get a good, if you want a little bit deeper, go read that book. Because I think, I hope, I I had it in my notes to say, I think I did say, like. You did. I can't get good. Like, this is, I can't. There's some passages where you're just like, I can't think about this outside of just how this person has already said. And that was, because that book, for me, you know, what I'd always heard the prodigal son story as, okay, this guy goes off, he goes crazy, wastes all his money, and he comes back and he's forgiven. And that just hasn't really been my story. Right. Right? Like, I just, I've just not, I haven't, you know, had that, you know, that kind of rebellious stage. But what Keller shows is there's a different way to rebel. Mm -hmm. And it's the way the Pharisees rebelled. It's the way the older brother in the story rebelled. He rebelled by keeping the law so well that he felt like he didn't need God. Right. He didn't need Jesus. Right. Didn't need the Father's love. He yeah. earned the Father's love. And that's my life. And I, I can remember reading that at like 21, like, I am a sinner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm a pagan. Whoa, I am hot. Yes. I had no clue. It just, oh, God used that. So, Prodigal yeah. God, um, if you're looking for an uh, apologetics book similar to Mere Christianity, it's called The Reason for God. That's another okay. Keller classic. Super good. Um, yeah, very. He, he's interacting with you know kind of more our uh, questions and yes. things like that. That's a classic. Anything. It's all good. It's it's all good. It's, all good. <laughs> it's so good. So anything Tim Keller. And then fifth, I'm gonna I'm gonna. This is one for me as a reminder, and it's something I'm not great at right now, but I'm I'm, I'm convicted by I need to get better at, and that's read old books. Mm. Read old books that have stood the test of time. I think, right. you know, C.S. Lewis has this advice. He says, I do not wish the ordinary reader to read no modern books, but if he must read only the new or the old, I would advise him to read the old. And the point of his his argument is, if a book has stood the test of time where right. it's still being read, you know, all these ones, you know, people in, I think, I honestly think that people in 50 years will still be reading Gentle and Lowly. I think it's that good. 
and people obviously are reading C.S. Lewis, even right. though that was however many, you know, coming up on, you know, 80, 90 years from, yeah. you know, ago. Um, and maybe the John Mark Calmer book they'll still be reading. But if you have a book that has been around for 100 years, 200, uh, 1,500, right. there's a reason, right. you know, and we can learn from that. And so, you know, some that I, I had in mind, um, Pilgrim's Progress. I um, was just yeah. thinking Pilgrim's Progress. And, if, and the, the amazing thing about that book, which, which I'll, if I'll say this, the amazing thing about that book is you have people like uh, Spurgeon, you mentioned Spurgeon, read it nonstop. Abe Lincoln read it nonstop. Wow. So it's like really affected our culture and, yes. and things like that. Um, it's also, it's a good book. It's hard. It I, is hard. I, I struggle. I, I, I've read it, I think, twice at this point and just kind of slogged through it and struggled. And there's yeah. stuff I remember. Yeah. Um, it sticks with you. It's it's not an easy read. It was re- it written, what, oh. 1700s maybe? Yeah. 16? I don't know. I don't, sorry. I don't know. But John, John, yeah. Here, let's, can you, yeah, we need to <laughs> here, Google I'll, that one. You Google that. that you so, <laughs> so we can correct ourselves and not look like idiots. But yeah, so Pilgrim's Progress is a good one to start with. Um, uh, Augustine's Confessions would have been, was, oh. I mean, that's, that's old. Some of these yeah. books will cause you to have to look up words in the dictionary. Exactly. Yeah. And they're all, you know, they're. It'll ag- widen your vocabulary for horizon. <laughs> and Confessions is, is translated. So you can find, you can look up like kind of which there's some probably more modern translations yeah. you can read and things like that. But even though it's not going to be easy, it is beneficial, right? To be right. reading something that like Christians before you have read and benefited from, right? Like when you're reading those books, like. Yeah, think like there's just millions of Christians who have read them and benefited from them. So, yes, old books. Old and I get, books. yeah, old books. There's just, it's something that I'm trying to get better at and I find it helpful. Um, I guess we can call C.S. Lewis old. So that could be a good we place can. to start. He's old enough at <laughs> this point. Old you know? Yeah, well, yeah. when I hear people say, you were born in the last century, I'm like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. Just so, the, yeah, that makes me feel better. So Pilgrim's Progress, 1678. 16, okay, I was so right. There you go. Yeah, yeah, 1678. So, and it's written like it's in 1678. Yes. So, yeah, it's, uh, but it's great. So just, yeah, let's find some older, um, Calvin's Institutes would be another one, right? That would be a, written in the 1500s. That's big and hard and like, it's just hard, like, it's just it's hard, just hard to understand. Um, it's going to take you a while to get through it. But again, there's, there's benefit to these yeah. things. And so, yeah, read, don't, don't just be, you know, uh, Lewis calls that chronological snobbery when we think mm. that all the best stuff is here, you right. know, like, so just, oh. it's, it's good to go back and, and yeah. read old Christians. Gives it perspective. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of, in a lot of ways, there's a, um, benefit to old, a lot of things. Yeah. Older music. I yeah. mean, I, we don't, that's not our perpetual music diet is no. not just old music, but there's old music, old yeah. books and, um, like you said, they've stood the test of time. Yeah, and, and that's that's even a conversation we've had, you know, in our hub service with Daniel and Amy who re- lead it in there. They're trying, you know, they're doing stuff that was released in you know, the last month, but then they're also trying to work in, you know, uh, it is well with my soul. Right. Things like, like like these old hymns that have stood the right. test of time, right? Because there's something powerful about singing. It, it, you, it's powerful to sing, it is well with my soul. Because it's just a powerful song, but it's also powerful to think, wow, like all the hurting Christians through the years that right. have benefited from this song, right? right? I know, I know, I know Pastor Doug thinks through the same things, right? Like those, even yes. though, even though that isn't, like you said, our main diet, it's just important. It's just really helpful to be able to, wow, like it is. Christians were singing this a <laughs> hundred years ago, yeah. 200 years ago. Yeah, like and it, I it's think just, 
if we could see all of the ways that it has touched people yeah. through the years, that alone is an encouragement. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, and I also think this, it draws us as a body. We're multi-generational. Yeah, that's good. So this draws us together in that way with old books, new books, old music, new music. Yeah. So it, it pulls us together. And we can, we can feel like we're alone, which we're not alone, right? We have the church. We're not, but even, you know, there's 2,000 years of church history, and right. they've gone through pandemics, and right. they've gone through hard times and political turmoil and like things that just like they've gone through crazy right. things and we forget that yeah. this is not the first time this stuff has happened and the church didn't die we're still we're here right like Amen. that's that's that is uh that's in, like that's really encouraging that like christianity is not 50 years old you know right. and so that's right i think old. it's here to stay i think I'm it's gonna, here to stay I yeah i don't think stay. i don't think the gates of hell are going to prevail no <laughs> nope. not at all no that's so. what it says in the bible well, this has been fun. Um, I know that you could, like you said, talk about books for hours. Just have me on once a hours. week talk about books. We could, we could do that. <laughs> I just want to know, okay, so does this mean we have to have completely read every one of the books? Can we skim? Can we skip chapters? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's fine. I, here's, the, here's, you know, there are, there are so many books out there. Here's my, here's my thinking on it. There are so many books out there. You can't get to them all. So no. if you start a book and you get into it and you're like, this is not, just not where I am, not beneficial, then stop. stop. Don't waste your time. Exactly. Like, it's okay. Like, I, I know, like, there's some perfectionists out there who are just like, that kills <laughs> me, you know? Like, I can't and I, like, stop. And I care about, like, I want to know how many books I read in the year and all that. And so I'm yeah. like, I got, like, what counts? Like, how can I count it to my <laughs> number? You know, like, that kind of thing. But, like... Yeah, don't, there's, like, we, we can't read them all. You have no. to, and that's where book suggestions actually are important, because mm -hmm. you can't read all the good books, yeah. so you need to be, like, what are other people suggesting what stood the test of time? What right. are other people reading? Right. Grab, if, you, if you're not a reader, one of the things that can help you is doing it in community. Grab a couple people, say, will you meet me at a coffee shop? Right. And talk through Let's this. do this. Do a chapter. That helps a ton. It makes, so. yeah, I have a, I'm in a community group, but then I also have a smaller group of people mm, that yeah. I, and w that's basically what we do. It's awesome. We read through a book. We talk about, you know, and of course it's always some kind of like a devotion book or a spiritual book, you know, and so. It's right. extra beneficial. It is. Talk about it. Right now we're reading Chip Ingram's book, The Real Heaven. Ooh, okay. I haven't read that one. It's good. Yeah. Um, If you've read Randy Alcorn. Oh, that Heaven. book was life changing Amazing. for me. Yeah. That's yeah. odd. That that one's oh, long, but like that was is. I read that in twenty I remember twenty sixteen I read that and it yeah. just was like whoa um, like this changed yeah. it changed my life like yeah. on it like I um get prone to hyperbole but that legit, <laughs> legit changed, changed that changed life. my life yeah yeah I read that and I'll be honest I haven't read every word of it but no, I've read the majority huge. of it after my dad passed mm -hmm. away yeah. and that was comforting yeah. To know, you yeah. know, like this is what's going on. This is what he, he's experiencing. Mm. So that's a good book. But the Chip Ingram book, The Real Heaven, is kind of like, I don't want to say Randy Alcorn Heaven for Dummies, but it is yeah. a lot, you know, it's a little, it's a faster read. Okay, good. So yeah, that's it's great. a good book. Yeah. But yeah, I, again, I, I love a good book. So yeah. we'll be definitely we'll be doing, doing this. Doing we'll it. just keep doing it. But right. I think for today... That's all the books we'll cover. And again, it was great to have you. Keep a list yep. for the next one. And we will chat it up next time. And if you see me around church and want to talk books, let's talk He's books. He's your man. <laughs> He's your man. Talk books. That's awesome. Thanks, Jake. It's Thanks, been Tar great. 
Thank you for listening to Impact the World, produced by West Park Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing, leaving a review, or sharing with a friend. 